Welcome to Travel, Pray, Slay, a podcast for professional women who travel, love God, and are ready to level up their life. On the podcast, we discuss all things travel, faith, career, love, and lifestyle, all focused on helping you take the next steps you need to bring your visions into reality and live the extraordinary life God created for you to live. If you love Jesus, Beyonce, and catching flights, then look no further because you have found your tribe, sis. I'm your host, Toya Nicole, and I can't wait to get into today's episode with you. Hey, y'all, I am back. It is Toya, and I have a travel podcast for you all today. I just wanted to hop on really quick. So I was doing some popping around on the Googler this weekend. And as I myself start gearing up for some summer travel, I was looking into travel trends and I found two reports. And so I was reading through these two travel trend reports. And so there were a lot of great tips and some trends and some things that I was already thinking about and watching out for. So I figure why not share it with you all as well, too. So. Everyone knows that summer is right around the corner and the streets are calling and it is time to answer. So two of the reports that I read this weekend, I read the American Express Travel Global Travel Trends Report and I read the TripAdvisor Trend Report. So Don't worry about trying to Google that if you just go to the show notes or go to my website for this podcast episode, I will include the link to those two reports so that you can read in detail for yourself. But a couple of things stood out for me on the report. And so I wanted to share them with you. So one of them is that domestic travel is still going to be top. So there are still some people who are a lot more comfortable taking road trips. Traveling by train is actually trending now. So train, you know, Amtrak is up road trips or just short domestic flights where, you know, they're not having to be in the air for a long time. And just staying local to the U.S. because we are just a lot more aware of restrictions due to COVID, what's open, what's not. So, I mean, I think that's one good thing that came out of all of this is there's just like this desire to explore the U.S. more and in a sense, a newfound appreciation for what's right in front of us. I know myself, I have never been to like South Texas. So like Padre Island, Corpus Christi, and me and my sister are talking about going there at the end of summer. I mean, I've lived in, well, I haven't lived in Texas all my life because y'all know I lived in Chicago for 10 years, but I'm from Texas. So I've lived here at 30 years, right? Out of the 40. And there are just some places I have never been to. Some places on the Southeast part of the United States are on my list. I have never been in Nashville. I have never been to the Carolinas, South or North. So those are on my list. So domestic travel is still big. People are finding more ways to explore local. A lot of the top destinations for the upcoming year are 
Las Vegas, Orlando, Honolulu. Obviously, Hawaii should always be at the top of the list. But other destinations like Destin, Florida, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and all of the like Florida spring break hotspots, if you will. Panama City Beach, Daytona Beach, Key West. So those are seasonal favorites. Even Northeast, you think about Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard. Those are also. And speaking of domestic, not just U.S., again, North America still does include Canada and Mexico. Canada is not letting us in, y'all. I want to go to Toronto so bad, but who knows when they are going to lift their travel restrictions. So we can't go into Canada. But as you all know, we have always had access to Mexico. So Mexico is still at the top of the list. Mexico travel has increased and Expedia actually analyzed from March to April and then looking at destinations like moving forward from like June to August, Mexico is like the number one top destination. So basically in the last month, they're saying Mexico is the top destination that people have booked for travel for June through August. So I've been seeing everyone in Tulum. Cabo, which you all know is my favorite, is still at the top of the list, and Playa del Carmen and Cancun. So staying domestically, whether that's around the U.S. or popping down to Mexico, hopefully soon we'll be able to go to Canada. But, you know, both trips that you can take a short flight, drive, or travel by train to discover. So the second big trend, speaking of traveling by train and road trips, are that flight prices are back to normal. So again, no more $50 flights to the Caribbean, you know, no more $15 flights to Denver. Y'all at the height of the, wasn't the height of the pandemic, but as things started to open up and I went to Chicago in October, that flight cost me $45 round trip. When I went to Denver, also in October, that trip costs a $70 round trip. You will not find that now. All the airlines are super optimistic and seeing travel demand go back up. So you know what that means. Flight prices are back up. And so, yeah, the takeaway is you need to start shopping now for tickets and you need to be a little more flexible. But everything is kind of back to normal as far as the airlines see it because all their bookings are up. So now they have put the prices back up, right? So a couple of tips to get around it, still being flexible with dates. So instead of being strict to just one time frame, you know, try to put in two to three days in between. Part of that flexibility is leaving on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So Don't try to book just Friday to Monday or Thursday to Sunday, the standard. Those are going to be a little higher if you have flexibility. Also, you can wait until late summer or early fall. So right before they get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday push, which is Thanksgiving is always the largest travel day period. Everyone's traveling in the summer. So that period, I like to call it like, you know, hurricane season you know, it's kind of off peak, that period of like late August through like, you know, late October. 
that is a low demand time. So you may be able to find cheaper prices there and a destination that is going to be a little more desirable. Those are the trends with the flight prices. They're back, but have some flexibility. Move your dates around. Maybe try to plan something for late summer, early fall, and you should be good. But not everybody is counting their coins and being on budget. A big trend is that people are willing to splurge this year, and it's all about go big or go home. So obviously, after over a year of us being able to go nowhere, a lot of people are like, I am ready. A lot of people who were not impacted financially by the pandemic, they have the money set aside to spare. There are some people who fared well throughout the pandemic, who kept their jobs. And so money that they normally were spending going out to eat, money that they normally had set aside for travel, they have been able to stack. And so they are now ready to spend it all. So the American Express travel report stated that 61% said they were planning to spend more money on a trip than they normally would have to make up for the time they missed in 2020. The TripAdvisor report showed that most of the hotel clicks were already shifting to international destinations for May onward through the summer. So everybody is ready to get out of domestic, right? So I talked earlier about the trend of staying local, discovering the U.S. Well, a lot of people are over that. They've like, I've done the road trips. I've went to all these places I hadn't gone before in the U.S. Now I am ready. And so Europe recently announced that they are relaxing the restrictions and that fully vaccinated people will be able to travel to the European Union this summer. So number one on a lot of people's list is Paris. Paris is a big bucket list destination for a lot of people. I went in 2018. I would love to go back because it's a beautiful country. France is. I would love to go to the south of France. So Paris is actually the number one destination. They're already starting to see people planning trips there. I mean, I saw a friend recently in Brazil. So European Union, people traveling internationally, and they are splurging. I mean, I'm ready. I was telling some friends, okay, when are we going to the most posh resort we can find in the West Indies? Belize was a trip that I was planning to go to prior to the pandemic. I'm looking into going back there. So everyone is willing to throw a little more money around this time. So if you aren't counting your coins, and you've got the money to spare, and you've saved up because you haven't been able to go anywhere, then you're planning to go big. And please hashtag travel Presley so I can see your photos. Okay, y'all, I'm just interrupting this episode briefly to remind you about the travel Presley merch. Did you know we had an online shop? Well, if you want to make a statement and slay, then you have to head over to travelpraislay.com slash shop and check out all our merchandise. We've got hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, accessory bags, and luggage tags, which are my favorite. We've got everything in the online shop you need for your next trip. And whether that's a trip to Paris or just your daily trip to Target, you still want to make sure that you slay, sis. 
So head over to travelpraislay.com slash shop and pick up some merch today. Another trend that was mentioned and that I myself have taken notice to, I have friends that are doing this. I did it for a little stint is the digital nomad life. So pretty much the ability to work from anywhere now that we are all remote. And even as some people are returning to work and the offices, a lot of offices are offering things like a hybrid work from home type of setting, if you will. So I know a friend, her job is doing like flex days. So they only work in the office two days a week. I know someone else, their company is doing every other week. So one group of people come in a week and they work every day in the office while the other one is at home. Y'all know I have been working from home prior to the pandemic. I've been working from home since 2017. So this is not new to me, but it is new for a lot of people. So therefore, with that ability to work from home a little longer, people are moving around their locations, right? Some people are now blurring that line between (laughs) are you here for work or are you here for pleasure, where you can be there for a little bit of both, right? 54% of folks surveyed said that living and working while traveling the globe is a much more appealing option than it was pre-pandemic. So what this means is that somebody who is able to work remotely and maybe isn't going to return back to the office until after Labor Day or in 2022, they are doing things like packing up their apartments, putting things in storage, and spending a month in Maine, spending a month in Costa Rica, using this time to travel and discover different parts, even if it is domestically, that they didn't before using that time to go to a destination where they have friends or family. So for instance, like I said, I've never really discovered the Southeast part of the U.S. I guess if I wanted to, I could, you know, just find an Airbnb and do a short stay, work from the East Coast for two or three weeks. I actually have thought about that. I've only done it. I did it when I went out West a couple months ago and then... I did not work while I was in Mexico. That was truly a vacation. (laughs) But when I was in Chicago in November, I went to Chicago for a week and I worked from there. But obviously in the evenings and stuff, I got to explore. So people are packing up their stuff, like I said, or people are just making the most of the ability to work from anywhere. So nomad life is up. That means that A lot of hotels are offering extended stays, meaning that they are now offering better deals if you stay longer. Airbnb travel is up. If you want to know a little bit more about how to pick the best Airbnb, the advantages of that, you can go back two episodes and listen to my podcast on Airbnbs versus hotels. So another trend, and this is actually the last one, is kind of around travel experiences, right? So a big one that they are seeing are people taking trips and everything being centered around food. So a foodie trip, if you will. 
So 62% of those surveyed, this was an American Express report, listed that eating was the major focus of their next trip. So cities like Miami, San Francisco, Chicago, y'all, I lived in Chicago for 10 years, never had a bad meal, never had a bad meal. This is also why I gained a lot of weight when I moved to Chicago. Whole nother story, whole nother podcast. Never had a bad meal. Anyway, I digress. Chicago is top of that list as well as Houston. I mean, Texas has good food, right? Houston over Dallas. I don't know. I'm impartial to Dallas. I'm from Fort Worth. My sister lives in Houston. I think that probably Houston is more desirable than Dallas, I'm going to say, because they're near the coast. So there are more seafood options when you go to Houston. Texas, y'all know we love our Mexican food and our barbecue. People do come from all over to come to Texas. And those are the two things they want, Mexican food and barbecue. So people are doing that internationally. People are traveling to areas like Singapore, Mexico City, and Tokyo to have this culinary experience. So I thought that was pretty cool. I have never taken a trip centered around food. I have taken a trip centered around wellness. So a spa weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona, my Mexico trip was all about kind of like rest and relaxation on the beach. I've taken adventure trips. So I thought this was a kind of cool trend. And now I want to plan out my foodie tour. Like I said, I want to go to South Carolina and I know that they have a lot of great places to eat as well, too. My favorite foodie destination is New Orleans. I can't wait to get back to New Orleans. I'm probably trying to go there soon before hurricane season. No shade, but definitely don't want to be there during hurricane season. So New Orleans is my favorite for foodie destinations. When I go to New Orleans, a couple of things I have to have. One is a hand grenade which is one of the signature drinks on Bourbon Street. Crawfish etouffee. Oh my God, y'all. Po'boys. I like to have a catfish po'boy. I like to have a shrimp po'boy. All the gumbo I can stand. It's just so much good food. And even like the sweets, obviously beignets. I literally will eat beignets every day when I'm in New Orleans. That's a whole nother problem for my waistline. But anyway, New Orleans is one of my top foodie destinations. San Francisco does have great food. I was just there. Amazing Italian food, amazing Asian cuisine. So foodie trips are on the rise. So again, I am going to link the reports in the show notes and on the website. So you all will be able to go through here and read these for yourself. But tell me, what are some of the trends that you are taking a part of? Are you planning a big splurge vacation internationally? Are you staying local? Have you worked from other cities and countries during the pandemic? And do you plan to continue to do that and be like a digital nomad? So just wanted to share these quick tips with you all and tell you all about these travel trends because travel is back and summer is right around the corner. And so can't wait to hear what all you all get into. Can't wait to share what all I get into this summer and talk to you all soon. Bye. 
Thanks for checking out this episode. If you want to check out the show notes, you can head over to the website, travelprayslay.com. I would love to connect on social media. So be sure you are following me on Instagram at Travel Pray and Slay and Facebook at Travel Pray Slay. Again, Instagram is at Travel Pray and Slay. And if you love this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. And be sure to leave a review. Thanks for listening and you'll hear from me soon. Thank you.